Welcome back to the I'm in Love with That Song podcast, where each episode we explore a different song to discover what makes it work. I'm your host, Brad Page, and whether you're a musician, a music lover, or just a casual listener, my goal is to take you inside of a great song as we listen together to all the elements that come together to make a song great. On this show, we're listening to a song from what is universally considered one of the greatest albums of all time. The song is called You Still Believe in Me by The Beach Boys. William Burroughs said, The tape recorder is an externalized section of the human nervous system. That's pretty good. The act of recording lets you transfer your feelings and emotions onto an external device. Whether it's old-fashioned tape or some new digital technology, I don't think any artist has ever done that better than Brian Wilson on the album Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds includes some legendary tunes and big hits, including God Only Knows, Caroline No, Wouldn't It Be Nice, and Sloop John B. But this episode, we're focusing on what is probably my favorite track on the album, You Still Believe in Me. I try hard to be more what you want me to be, but I can't help how I act when you're not here with me. We'll be right back after this. The history of Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys is a long story, too long to go into here, but I'll try to set the stage. The three Wilson brothers, Brian, Dennis, and Carl, grew up singing together and started the Beach Boys with their cousin, Mike Love, and a friend, Al Jardine. The band was managed by the Wilson's father, Murray. And by all accounts, Murray Wilson was a tyrant. He was abusive to the boys, and Brian suffered emotional scars that would last his whole life. The Beach Boys had their first taste of success with Surfin' in 1961, followed by Surfin' Safari and Surfin' USA, and a string of hits that made them one of the most popular bands in America. By 1964, the band had had enough of Murray's bullying, and Brian fired him. But Brian was slowly coming apart. In November of 1964, he experienced a panic attack on his way to Australia. He married his girlfriend, Marilyn, in December of 64, but not long after, he started acting distant and detached, and he would sometimes disappear for days. He started experimenting with LSD around this time, which didn't help. It didn't cause his mental illness, but it definitely exacerbated the situation. In late December, on an airplane on their way to a gig, Brian had a full-on breakdown, falling on the cabin floor and crying. They got him to do the show, but he flew home to California the next day. He told the band that he just couldn't tour anymore. He wasn't quitting the band, but he could not play live anymore. His plan was to stay home, write songs, and work in the studio. Carl stepped up to become the leader of the band on the road, leaving Brian to be the mastermind in the studio. Initially, the band hired Glenn Campbell to replace Brian on the road, but Bruce Johnston was brought in as Brian's permanent replacement on tour. Over the next couple of Beach Boys albums, the songs and sounds 
grew richer and deeper in texture, eventually arriving at the songs that became the Pet Sounds album, released in May of 1966. Most of the songs on Pet Sounds have lyrics written by Tony Asher. Asher worked in advertising. He was not a traditional songwriter, but he and Brian hit it off. And when Brian needed someone to help him with these new songs, he called Tony Asher. Brian would play the demos for Tony. They would discuss some ideas. Brian would explain what he wanted or what he was trying to express with each song. And Tony would go home and write the lyrics based on that. You Still Believe in Me was the first song Brian and Tony Asher worked on together. That's because Brian already had a version of the song finished. At that point, it was called In My Childhood. Brian had even recorded a version of it, but he wasn't happy with it. So he worked with Tony to write a whole new set of lyrics, and that's how the song became You Still Believe in Me. The musicians in the tracks include a group of studio pros nicknamed The Wrecking Crew. Led by drummer Hal Blaine, The Wrecking Crew included the best young studio players on the L.A. scene at that time, including Carol Kay on bass and Glenn Campbell and Barney Kessel on guitars. Okay, so let's get into the song, but first, just a couple more notes. The original Pet Sounds album was mixed in mono. An actual stereo mix didn't even exist until the Pet Sounds box set came out in 1996, 30 years after the original album. So we'll be listening to the mono version of this song. However, on that Pet Sounds box set, which is fantastic, by the way, there are lots of outtakes, instrumental tracks and vocal-only tracks, and I'm going to refer to those here as well. And those tracks are all in stereo, so we're going to be bouncing between mono and stereo tracks here. So, the song opens with a piano, but instead of playing it like a regular piano, the piano strings are actually plucked from inside the piano, which gives the notes a sharper attack. Let's go to that Pet Sounds box set and listen to an excerpt of just that piano track where you can really hear those piano strings being plucked. To get more of a metallic sound out of those piano notes, they apparently used bobby pins or paper clips to pluck the strings. Here's a little bit of studio chatter where you can hear Brian refer to bobby pins and paper clips. Okay, let's take it from the top, Tony. Letter A. Go, just play, huh? Here, it's on. There's the bobby pins. You've set it up real good. You gonna give me a cartridge bill on there? Carrying. <laughs> Carrying uh, what? Clips? Paper, paper clips? clips. There you String go, some of paper clips. <clears throat> I see. Julius left whistle get the bills in. Brian, uh, what are these paper clips? So here's the final version of the song again. Listen to that intro and see if you can hear the edit where that intro was spliced in front of the first verse. The giveaway is to listen for the change in the sound of the reverb or echo. <laughs> I 
Let's talk about the lyrics for a minute. Tony Asher wrote the lyrics, but you really get a sense of Brian's point of view in this song. He's newly married to Marilyn, who was only about 16 or 17 at the time, I think. He knows he's not being a particularly great husband. He's working in the studio all the time. He's emotionally cut off from her due to the mental illness and the drug use. He's acknowledging that here, and though he's not exactly apologizing for that behavior, he is expressing gratitude and maybe even a little surprise that she still believes in him. So here's the first verse. I know perfectly well I'm not where I should be. I've been very aware that you've been patient with me. Every time we break up, you bring back your love to me. And after all I've done to you, how can it be that you still believe in me? I know perfectly well I'm not where I should be. I've been very aware you've been The Pet Sounds album is full of interesting and unusual instrumentation for a rock and roll album. On this track, you've got those finger cymbals, which are pretty prominent in the mix. And there are two bass players on this track, Carol Kay on electric bass and Lyle Ritz on the acoustic stand-up bass. There's also piano, trumpet, and alto tenor and baritone saxophones. Let's go back to the box set and listen to a stereo mix of just the instruments. listen to it that way, it sounds as much like an orchestral piece as it does a pop song. And that's what Brian was trying to do on this album, something that had never been done before, a new kind of pop record. Let's listen to the second verse, and there are only two verses in this song. This song is short and sweet in every sense. I try hard to be more what you want me to be, but I Now, you may have noticed the sound of a bicycle bell a few times there. 
As I mentioned before, this song was originally called In My Childhood, and that was the theme of the song when the instrumental tracks were recorded. The bicycle sounds were part of the song to recall the sounds of childhood. When Brian wasn't happy with the song, he and Tony rewrote new lyrics and ditched the childhood theme. The problem was that back in 1966, you didn't have the luxury of overdubbing multiple tracks. So Brian was recording all the instruments at once on just a few tracks, including those bicycle sound effects. In essence, they're embedded in the recording and they couldn't remove them. So now you've got a love song with these incongruous bicycle noises. And after all I promised you so faithfully, I want to cry. Wilson had one of the most beautiful falsetto voices ever. Let's listen to just the vocal track by itself. And remember, these were the days before auto-tune, when you had to actually be able to sing it right. I want to cry So far, Brian's been singing mostly solo, but now the rest of the boys are going to join him with those classic Beach Boys harmonies. Those voices come in, it gets me every time. There's some unexplainable thing. That melody is so beautiful and haunting. And that vocal arrangement, it just kills me. Then there's a false ending. This time we hear a bicycle horn, again left over from the song's previous incarnation as an ode to childhood. There's a neat little short outtake on the box set where Brian is conducting the band, including the bicycle horn. You can even hear him refer to the song as being about childhood. It's okay, groovy. Hey, I'll, I'll show you where it comes in. He goes, ba, 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 Yeah, okay. Don't forget to do that. Because uh, uh, uh. that reminds us that it's a childhood song. 
Not quite so loud, though. That's the legendary Wrecking Crew drummer Hal Blaine counting off there at the end. Hal Blaine passed away just a few months ago at the age of 90. I want to play one more thing before we wrap up. This is just the vocal track, and I'm just going to let it play, but listen to how well it's recorded and how beautiful this vocal arrangement is. Listening to this right now with my headphones on and tears in my eyes. That is the honest truth, and I don't care if it makes me sound like a wimp. God damn it, this is just too beautiful. Dennis Wilson drowned in 1983 in Marina del Rey, California. He was 39. Carl Wilson died of lung cancer when he was 51 in 1998. Al Jardine. Bruce Johnston and Mike Love still perform in various incarnations of the Beach Boys. And Brian Wilson is out on tour right now, performing the entire Pet Sounds album. I've got tickets for that show, and I'm really looking forward to it. You should catch the tour now, too, while you still can. We won't have Brian Wilson around forever. Thank you for joining me once again for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. There are more episodes coming, so keep listening. As always, you can find me on Facebook. Just search for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. Send an email to lovethatsongpodcast at gmail.com and write a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show because that really helps more people to find the show, and I appreciate that. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. For now, let's close it out with You Still Believe in Me by The Beach Boys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 